Welcome to our backyard. This is the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We are two friends having a discussion after everyone else has passed out or gone to bed. Grab a drink and listen as we discuss everything from automation, space exploration, and why the meaning of life is 42. Teddy Roosevelt once said, The Eighth Commandment reads, Thou shalt not steal. It does not read, Thou shalt not steal from the rich man. It does not read, Thou shalt not steal from the poor man. It reads, simply and plainly, Thou shalt not steal. And that's what we're going to be talking about, stealing. More specifically, a crash course of what goes into people's mind and why they steal rather than specific crimes, which might be later episodes. But before, Nick, you steal away this conversation, how are you and what are you drinking? I'm doing pretty good. I got some rogue winter ale because it's getting cold out. What about you, Mike? Uh, well, I wish I stole some alcohol because I'm drinking some, uh, drinking some white Captain Morgan rum and I have no mixer. So, not good, Nick. <laughs> not good if that's what I'm drinking. But stealing. How do we define it? And what are some major things stolen? Well, let's start with the different types of stealing. For the most part, it narrows down to a few categories. You have petty theft, which is $950 or less. Robbery, using violence. Grand theft, which is 950 or above, armed robbery, embezzlement, and fraud. So those are kind of the big ones. Yes, you have Grand Theft Auto, but I think Grand Theft Auto could probably fit into uh, Grand Theft, hence Grand Theft Auto. But that's the type of crimes I saw. And depending on what and where you are is what you're stealing. I saw for burglaries or home invasions it was in order jewelry watches wallets electronics prescriptions car parts and then clothes when it comes to shoplifting though that's all over the board and i don't know if you want to get straight into shoplifting yeah let's do it so shoplifting is what came up a lot for me it's one i want to say this is actually kind of hard to research for some reason for some reason People aren't investing or putting a lot of research into why or what people steal, which I'll be honest, Nick, I was very surprised. I thought, hey, maybe we should figure out what people or why people do the things so we could prevent it. But looks like I'm just a moron. Oh, my gosh. So I was at a Walmart the other day and this guy was walking around the store wearing jeans, like a Carhartt jacket. It's like 56, so it's a little over over for the weather. Gloves, a like robber, like robber mask, like a, I don't know, what do you call this? A ski, a ski mask. mask. Over his face, he had like a, a COVID mask, and he had sunglasses and a hat on. And he's walking around the store, and there's like two cops following him because... For obvious, obvious reasons. reasons. And then he still stole something and they arrested him. God damn. 
How? And so I didn't see. I just like I see the cops following this guy, and I see him in the store. I'd go check out, and I come out, and he's like on the front of the squad car. He's like, "What the fuck were you thinking?" How do you not figure out like this is a bad plan? Let's just walk away. How do you think it's a good idea to wear a ski mask into Walmart? All right, fair. Well, it's Walmart. I don't really have high expectations to begin with. But they, there, our Walmart is so locked down with shop lifters. It's like all the nail polish, makeup stuff is behind locked cabinets. All the electronics are behind locked cabinets. Anything that's can fit in a pocket has like a, a tag on it. So. For what what do people steal? From what I can guess, it's whatever they can fit in their pockets or jacket. Yeah, that's 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 what I saw as well. Uh, shoplifting tends to be the most common physical theft, followed by package theft. Um, online stealing is a whole another animal, but like physical snatch and grab, it's shoplifting followed by package theft, and then the list quickly goes down from there. For retail loss in 2019, and by lost, I mean stolen goods, it was $62 billion in the United States alone. Something I what I see always locked up, whether I'm going to a grocery store or a retail store, is baby formula being locked up. And I, you know, being the naive person I thought, I'm like, well, it's probably just parents trying to steal food for their baby i would be extremely wrong baby formula is one of the highest stolen items but it's not stolen by people who have kids or people who need it it's the highest stolen item by people who steal it to simply resell the baby formula which really hurts my head it's like out of all the things to steal you steal that Oh, you might like this, Nick. You want to take a guess at the what, what the most stolen book is in the United States? Bible. Yep. Yeah, I knew that one. <laughs> that one. That one. That one made me laugh. But I am happy you mentioned Walmart. Um, so tons of tech and money are going into ways to prevent and mitigate stealing. Walmart, from what I could tell, is taking the lead with uh, putting in new tech for theft prevention which with different cameras and cameras with AI developed by Zebra Technologies. Uh, Zebra Technologies, for those who don't know, is a military company. They are, for lack of better terms, part of the military industrial complex. So them doing work for Walmart means shit's actually going to get done. But as for items, uh, like you said, Nick, anything you can fit in your hands, it's uh, tools, makeup, post-its, cheese for some reason i don't know why but that's like the one number one food item stolen is cheese that could be a rat issue more than a people issue you would think so but no it's people getting caught with cheese (laughs) i don't imagine you go to jail for stealing cheese (laughs) i would lie and say you tell the people in jail i was stealing cheddar and they caught me Fucking craft singles. I went to jail for craft singles. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but before I get into the mind of uh, shoplifters, also, like I said, another biggest one in the United States for people physically stealing is packages. 
49 million Americans have had at least one package stolen in the last 12 months. And something I caught, I thought was extremely surprising. The highest package stolen rate at 29% was in Alaska. And the lowest stolen package rate was in Maine at 12%. Well, that checks out. There's no one to steal packages in Maine. Well, I was thinking, Alaska, you don't have that many people. You can't really like, oh, I ordered, I don't know, new ski boots. Hey, Ted, those look like the boots I just ordered. Well, Anchorage has a lot of crime, I think. Oh, well, that, that, that might be. They have like really bad crime, actually. It's that, it's that or bears. <laughs> Stop. Everyone keeps doing Amazon fresh delivery and the bears are like, thank you. But uh, about 24 billion pack, no, I'm sorry, 2.4, about 2.4 billion stolen packages happen every year in the United States. And packages, these are increasing. So much store, so much so that states are making new laws about porch piracy. They are turning petty theft, which would be stealing underneath, you know, $950, and they're turning it into a felony. The reason, and it's been passed in multiple states and it's pending in multiple others, it's because the U.S. mail, if you open someone else's mail or steal people's mail, that's a felony. Well, since so many companies now are doing the U.S. mail's job, they're extending the felony protection to those companies. So it looks like if you're stealing a package and you get caught, you're now facing a felony, not a misdemeanor. Sweet. I'm kind of happy. I fucking hate package thieves. Yeah. that's the. I've never had a package stolen. Knock on wood. I'd just be so frustrated. It's like, are you kidding me? I had to work late to get some shit done and some lowlife came and stole my stuff because I was out making money. And he doesn't even know what's in there. It could be a new pair of socks. It could be a new Rolex. They just decided mystery box. I'm just going to Okay, that's not it. true. I did have a package stolen and it was hilarious what it was. It was, 20, it was like 25 bucks, but it was the piece that connects my fish finder to my kayak. It is useless to about 99% <laughs> of the population. If you that... were to resell it, you'd get like 12 bucks if you could identify what it was. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Nick. I When I want to watch funny videos, I love watching the glitter bombs that people do for uh, thieves, which apparently you can't do anymore because that you could get charged with assault or uh, using a weapon for defense. So how do you do that, right? So what's what's the process here? So... Someone comes, steals something from your house, takes it to their house, opens it up, gets glitter everywhere, and that's your problem? What if that was for your friend who was picking it up? So here, all right, I can tell you where this all stems for. The reason the reason why, all right, this is a little bit of a sidebar, but it has to do with thefts. So back in like the 1970s or 80s, a farmer had a bunch of uh, houses because he had a lot of acreage, so like small little farms like that. And vagrants kept going in and breaking stuff. Well, he got tired of it because the police weren't doing anything. So he loaded a drawstring and a shotgun uh, attached to the bedroom door. So the thieves broke into one of the houses that no one's in, walks around trying to steal stuff, opens up the bedroom door, and the shotgun 
cuts off the guy's foot. Well, the guy sued the farmer and won. He won like $250,000 or $25,000. I can't remember. But anyhow, now it's a president that you can't use lethal force when defending your property from stolen from being stolen. You can only use deadly force for defending your life. That was a president stolen uh, set. And I think it was in Florida that happened, I think this year, that a woman... Yeah, I know. There was a, there was a guy, I'm guessing in Florida, he... Thieves kept stealing stuff out of his boat, so he glued razors underneath his Yeti cooler. And so the thieves grabbed the Yeti cooler, cut their fingers off with the razors. I don't know if they cut them off, but you would see the video. Yeah, you're fucked up. Blood everywhere. He got sued. I was talking about something else. Uh, A YouTuber kept getting his package stolen, so he decided to make a video of it, put one of those ring cameras. Put a glitter package on there, and the glitter package, you know, popped and exploded all over the person, or it might have been paint, or it was something non non dangerous and stuff like that. Well, she sued him, and now they're going to court because it's like endangering a person's life or something like that. Which to me, has is glitter fucking... killed anyone? I killed a lot of fish. I've killed a lot of fish, Mike. Does that does that mean I should be? That's ridiculous. It's never... I I I find it ridiculous. You can't. I thought the farmer was in the right with the shotgun in an empty in an empty house. If it's if someone breaking in and using it, I I'll be honest. What if you were just trying to? What do they call those things where you like have the ball roll and like? What if he was trying to do one of those like YouTube videos and he left it half up and someone came and intervened? Like, how, what's the precedent there? I I don't know. Or like I'm just trying to think like you know the old school mouse traps that actually had bullets in them. It's I mean I I feel like it's a little ridiculous that you can't defend your property and your items. That seems really I mean ridiculous. I do I do I know that from the Oregon concealed carry course that like technically if someone's breaking into your house and if you can escape from your window, if you don't escape from your window and instead shoot them, then you can be charged. What does this world come to, Nick? It's not Texas. There's no castle doctrine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a stand your ground joke there somewhere. But going back to shoplifting, this was I I thought was very surprising. A family household that makes 70000 or more is 30% more likely to shoplift and steal than people who made 20000 or less. What that means is there's no correlation between wealth, poverty, and stealing when it comes to petty crimes like shoplifting. I believe that. Now, I do want to point out, yes, crimes are... Te- technically decreasing when it comes to physical crimes of stealing since 2000 but that doesn't count for internet crime so i kind of want to throw that out there but nick i want i saved this just for you because i thought this was hilarious because i don't want to touch too much on internet crimes but it's just too good to pass up do you know who the highest victim of identity theft online is nick old people no it's white women with a college degree. 
Well, that's depressing. That to me is hilarious. And you know, also, also is kind of sad, but it makes sense. You know what the lowest percentile of a group that has the least likely to be a victim of identity theft is? Uh, I don't want to say. You go. Native Americans. Which, I'll be honest, kind of makes sense. Kind of. Like, they've, they've, they've gotten the short end of the stick for a very long time. It makes sense they have trust issues. I don't blame them. I have trust issues. But with all this shoplifting, all these crimes, all these package stealing, what, what does it come down to? And Nick, I don't know if you want to take us off on why these petty crimes are being done. Or just stealing in general is being done. Well, the simple answer of why stealing is being done in any theft is that people think they can get away with it. So, pretty much what it all comes down to is... uh, I don't know if I completely agree with that. For petty theft, I'm pretty sure. So, like, and I looked at a study and it was on, like, theft and cheating. So, like, part of it... Um, Wait, was it the stu- was it the study lying, th- uh, stealing, and cheating? That was like uh, the title of it. It was like I don't a three. Know. It was a three. Was it? Did they like? Did one guy wear different different colored sweaters? Was that a part of it? No, no, we're okay, thinking of a different one. So there's factors that will affect why people get into it, right? Of like, uh, from what I saw, I'm trying to think of the right word of a like traumatic childhood was part of it and then peer pressure where you live economic factors but from what i read about like more petty theft is like if people can get away with it they don't think it's harming anyone so like people were less likely to steal in like mock situations if they knew each other right like because then you know who you're hurting when you're not part of a community you don't know who you're hurting you don't know who you're stealing from um if you think the other people aren't part of your community you feel like you're fine to steal from them so like they us versus them yeah us versus them so i the two takeaways that i kind of had and i think sounds like you'll disagree was that they feel like they're not hurting anyone because they're not part of their group and they think they can get away with it. It's not that I disagree with you. It's I don't think that's the whole entail. Because I don't know if you came... um, So I came across that people are most likely to steal if they're in a group rather than individual, which I thought was kind of the opposite. I think if if I'm going to steal something, I want the least amount of people to know. But apparently it's like the bystander effect where they start thinking it's okay. And uh, I saw that start to overplay whether that hurts someone or not hurts someone if it's in groups. I also saw, I think it kind of goes with if they can get away with it, is a major drive for petty theft, selfish shoplifting being serotonin. Uh, it might, we might be saying the same thing with different words, but if they did have a traumatic childhood, if they have a boring life, if they're missing adventure, if they're, um, I don't know, have some mental issue or something like that, 
they want that serotonin kick in their brain, so they found an easy way to do an easy drug to do so. Um, from what I, so I, I decided to de- dive into kleptomania a little bit because I feel like that's I I feel like the great way to look is at the extremes. And I'll be honest, I was very surprised with kleptomania. After researching with kleptomania, I don't think kleptomania is a real thing. Like as a, let me rephrase that. I don't think kleptomania is a bystander alone mental disorder or physical ailment. It seems to be, if it is rare, to me, it seems to be a symptom of another problem. Um, so a lot of petty thefts I saw stem from addiction. They need they need to get drug money, which was a big part. Uh, learning disability, your education, which we'll talk about in a bit, does have effect on your stuff. Anger, depression. So to me, it all seems like stealing was a byproduct of another issue. Stealing was a symptom reliever, if that makes sense. It might be boredom, might be to want to fit into the group, but it seems to be a tool to get serotonin yes i do agree that people so there's two kind of studies about two different groups of thieves that i read one not related to each other but one was on english car thieves which was hilarious because England. Who wants a British car? Yeah, exactly. I, I'll be. I'll take an Aston Martin. But besides that, who wants a British car? Exactly. Uh, and the other was on sheep theft in <laughs> South Africa. So you got you got bad cars and sheep fuckers. I love this. <laughs> and, I'm sorry, uh, New Zealand. I love you. It's just I, I love that no, stereotype. South Africa. Oh, it's South Africa? Oh, I thought you said New Zealand. All right, my, my bad, New Zealand. I heard sheep fuckers, and I just thought of you. That's, um, that's almost worse. It is worse, but it's still just as funny. And so the what I got from the livestock one is... <laughs> so what was interesting is that topography didn't have as much to do with it than people would think. Like, you would think the like straight flat sea for miles area would have less theft but yeah, really concealment. but but the but it had more theft than the hilly easy to hide sheep areas just out of curiosity my first initial thought process is because it it is easier to hide there are more eyes in there so like if you're in the there's more cameras in the pharmaceutical aisle than there are i don't know in the clothes aisle kind of mentality so you still close you know it's more open but there's less cameras kind of idea possibly so pretty much i mean what it really came down to is of how watchful the farm their two biggest factors were how often the farmer checked on the sheep so the more time the, the owner spent with the sheep the less time people had to steal them and how much and how often their employees were paid. <laughs> yeah, in, in stealing. I have a question. How are they stealing the sheep? Are they driving a car out there? Like, how Honestly, they keep... I've never even talked about that. <laughs> because, like, are they just walking out there and walking away with the sheep? Or are you seeing a car with a puff of smoke coming along and just load up sheep? It's a good question. 
just talks about sheep theft as if I'm supposed to know <laughs> how that happens. I assume it's like most animal theft and you just hurry the animal away. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see that. But I'm very happy you point out the point of uh, disgruntled employees because that's a, that's a big factor in every industry. Yeah, I did read or I did skim a workplace theft one and but it was not a very compelling study but i just thought it was hilarious <laughs> I, what what about because the thing about workplace theft that i feel like and they, they kind of touched on it but didn't see it in most other places is that there's like a, an animosity there <laughs> other, like not a i forget the word they they used but like there's emotional revenge there's something, or something. There. yeah I, I saw similar things, but before we dive, dive into that, what about the car thefts? Okay, was, so the was... car thefts were super interesting. So it's called Car Theft, The Offender's Perspective, and this guy just interviewed a bunch of people who went to prison for stealing cars and kind of put in some numbers and you know kind of some quotes and stuff. It's like, I don't know, it's like 50 pages, so it's a, it's pretty interesting. A bit of a read. bit of a read. Um, but pretty much most car thieves got into stealing cars because they were bored and didn't have anything else to do. And a lot of them played sports, but there wasn't any sports or anything past like 10 o'clock. And apparently these guys are up till 2 in the morning every morning. It just sounds exhausting. So, well, I mean, that sounds like high school, to be honest with you, of like not being able, like your sleep cycle being fucked up. Yeah. So, so they basically had nothing to do in that time. And then as well as, and then, so some people would start doing it as a joke. They just did it to joyride, not as like a business, so to say. And then others, you know, would be an apprenticeship where someone older than you brings you into it. So people who start out, they do go through like an apprenticeship where they are the watchers, the people who watch in the corners. And eventually you get to, you know, learn how to do it, become, and then everyone like switches through roles and stuff. But a lot of the people who got into car thieves wanted to do something with cars, whether it be, be a mechanic or be a race car driver, but they just didn't know what they're going to do with their lives. And then they just kind of, Got into stealing cars. Uh, this so they interviewed 100 car thieves in Wales, England, and Wales. So boredom is a dangerous thing. Yeah, and so they talk about like oh, you know, how many people did it for career, how many people did it for money, um, and how like the interesting part was how what the parents or family thought of it. Most of them were from like a single family single parent family i mean not by most i mean it's like 59 60 percent so majority i guess but not all and only 11 percent of those so say there's another like 15 percent or so that the family had no idea what they did but for most of them the family knew or like had a pretty good idea 11 percent of those kicked out the people from their house because they were stealing cars which didn't help 
but the criminals seem to think that yeah they their, their family made the right decision <laughs> which i thought was interesting that is i don't know if it's just like english people or what but they, they seem like and didn't say at the start like they all went through like a reform or something but they seem to be more aware of what they're doing than any other criminals that I've, like, read. Well, maybe it's just the type of crime. Because, all right, minus carjacking, you know, pointing a gun at someone. To actually hotwire a car, to steal a car, it takes some brain power. I mean, it's not rocket science, but you do have to think. I'm like, okay, this is my ignition wires. These are my power wires. Okay. This is the steering column lock. This is the key lock. Like, you actually have to have some thought. So I imagine they're not the dumbest people in the world. They're just misguided. Yeah. So, but, and it's just, that's not what I'm used to hearing from. Criminals. I mean, maybe the show Cops has ruined it or whatever, but. Cops is 99.9% drugs. (laughs) Yeah. Any Netflix special or anything, it just seems like people just deny and they make it so, like, even the people I talk to who are clearly breaking the law, they try and make it so that they're not doing anything or they're only hurting, like, the company I work for and it's a big company and they can take it. And so, and they needed it. So, like, they had no other choice. So, they believe morally they were in the right. But a lot of these car thieves just like yeah we knew it was wrong but we had to do it well i'm happy i feel like a lot of people i talk to won't admit that what they're doing is wrong oh yeah it's it's denial to the end it's innocent until proven guilty you you do not own up you let uh you let (laughs) you let your lawyers do that uh well i'm happy you brought up cars because we're having a certain issue with here in america with cars called the uh, Kia Challenge. It's a social media trend of stealing Hyundais and Kias because they're really easy to steal. And I feel like I have I didn't see any studies with this, so this is a bit of a pseudoscience. But I imagine social media has probably increased th- uh, theft. While the technology has, you know, made it better, harder to scam, stuff like that has decreased it. I think it's a very battle. The reason why I say I think social media has increased that is when I look at the Kia challenge and people go out and record themselves on TikTok and Instagram stealing cars and joyriding them. It has glamorized crime. And if I look at early examples of bootleggers, Bonnie and Clyde, uh, the mafia, the mob, Making gangsters, making theft look cool encourages people to do it. I I did not see any research done on if social media has increased or if there's a direct correlation of to the amount of crimes. But looking at the Kia challenge alone, I'm going to say there's something there. Yeah, and it's funny that it seems to go in phases. I le- or just one tangent, I'll get back to it. For car theft, the easiest cars to steal were the domestic, and by domestic, English means American and European cars. The hardest cars to steal were Japanese cars because they had like a weird lock 
which is not the case now, apparently. No, you can uh, you can quite literally start them with a screwdriver and an iPhone charger. But yeah, I think that crime is. I mean, glor- crime has been glorified for a long time. You know, oh yeah. From, I mean, look at the the Godfather. It's like one of the biggest movies ever made. Scarface. So I don't know if this is really anything new. I don't think it's new, but I would say I would love to see how media plays effect on crime rate statistics. Like, Nick, you, you're probably like me. As a kid, you went to go see, I don't know, a superhero movie or you went to go see a war movie. And next thing you know, when you cut, you get back home, you're in the yard playing with sticks, pretending you're a soldier or something like that. Well, how many went to go see uh, Gone in 60 Seconds, Baby Driver, Godfather, Scarface, and be like, I want to be, I want to do that. I want to, I want that kind of excitement. And then I imagine it's amplitude when you see people actually do it. It's no longer fiction. It's actually people doing it and posting it online, which is so fucking stupid, but yet people do it. I'm going to have to say, um, when it comes to petty crimes, most are not good at it. <laughs> That's just a little caveat I want to throw out there. Well, what do they say? You, the perfect crime, you'll you'll never know about it. It's already happened. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. You only find out about bad criminals. It's, honestly, it might have been a sign, Nick, when, we had a, when you had the spider before recording. Because there's this very similar quote of, you don't want to kill the spiders you come across. Those are the dumb and easy ones. There are tons of spiders you've never seen because they're smart ones. Yeah, it's true. So we need to stop locking up dumb criminals so that because we're just let, making it easier for the smart criminals to reduce the competition. I have no idea. That's that's a tricky one. That ooh, that's a that's a tricky one. Uh. But going back a little bit to you said with the South Africa and disgruntled employees, I also came researching some employee anger at management research when it comes to stealing. And I also had a hard time researching it. The only real article I could see is that men were more likely to steal than women. And they were more likely to steal in different ways too. So they had a higher chance to say they had to go on a business trip to increase how much they actually spent on the business trip by and like over over spend money that they didn't really need to do or or say or if you had to use your own credit card stuff like that they were more likely to do that they were more likely to like take things from the office home stuff like that it seems like but it wasn't by a lot when it came to physically stealing an item like say working in a warehouse men led the way but when it came to like overestimating more like white collar stealing men led the led the statistic but i think it was like by 60 or 70 percent so and nancy pelosi's really giving women a run for their money they oh man they oh and that's the equality she's bringing about <laughs> it's 50 percent for the business owner 50 percent for the employees close the white collar crime gap Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> well, speaking of shitting on people, uh, there is a correlation between crime and education. To be honest, though, I did not see a direct 
causation or correlation when it came from petty crimes in education. Like I mentioned, the area of the statistics of 70,000 or more households tend to steal more than 20,000 or less households. Um, I think it comes down to, again, like we were talking about mental issues of just like, are you bored, peer pressure, depression, anger. But a big one I saw for petty crimes and crimes in general was learning disabilities. Those who had a harder time learning were more likely to do a crime. And something I thought was funny, in California, if they could increase the male high school graduation by 5%, it would save the state $2.4 billion annually. How fucked up does your system have to be where if you increase high school graduations by 5%, you save $2.4 billion? And that's in Australia? No, that's in California. Oh, have to make a different joke then. <laughs> well, if you want, I can set you up with Australia for a little bit. Because I, coming researching this, I was wondering, is stealing nature or nurture? Is it genetic or is it a trait picked up? Yes. Well, yeah, it's kind of both. But I think it's actually less genetic than you th might think. Um, at least for major theft. The example being Australia. At one point, Australia, one in five inhabitants uh, were criminals. But yet they don't have a rampant spree because, well, Australia would be on fire more than it usually is. But humans naturally want to steal for their own pleasure. Animals do it constantly. It's very common for animals to steal other food, steal sticks and leaves, to steal habitat to steal mates whatever to steal humans are in the animal kingdom they do it too but what and why i think drives down to nurture i i i think everyone has the capability of stealing or has thought about stealing or has done small small stealing thing but has ro rose above it but the nature part of it stays in there but you can rise above it the nurture part is when you see people in your neighborhood you hanging out with your friends the peer pressure you're or being a disgruntled employee or that additional factor of having learned disability anger depression some other inhibitor to drive you to steal be like because I, I don't know about you nick but i saw a lot of part of stealing was the jump through in the mind of making sure that that what they're doing was the right thing like i work hard i deserve this i want to steal to keep my status i want uh, it's um well, this company makes a lot, a lot of, of money yeah a lot of that a lot of this company makes enough money it's not uh not was it a them. harmless crime whatever yeah. well that's what i forget the quote but no evil person thinks they're committing an evil act. It's Socrates. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I, I know exactly who you, you know me, Socrates. That's my boy. That's my boy. So everyone thinks that they're doing the right thing. And something else I want to point out. Um, we've all heard this phenomenon, whatever. Pretty much all cultures across the world, stealing bad. But we always hear the dilemma of, 
Well, if you're stealing food to survive, then is stealing bad? Consistently, throughout all the research I came across, that was such a minority where it's almost not compatible. Where it wasn't like people weren't stealing diapers, baby food, uh, food, water. People, though, that was such a small percentage of people who actually need those items and are stealing to survive that they're they're not registering on the statistics board. It's people stealing other items are the major, 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 major percentage. So that whole philosophy of is stealing wrong if you need to survive? No, I, I mean, I don't think stealing, if you need to survive, I don't think stealing is wrong. But that's not the case majority of the time. And I don't know if you saw anything different than that, Nick. No, I, that's pretty much what I saw. But it's funny I would say that's the number one argument for stealing that everyone always makes. Oh, 100%. But not the majority of theft is that. Yeah, I. are you familiar with um, utilitarianism? Yes. Uh, for those who don't know, it's um, right or wrong depending on the outcome. Uh, the end justifies the means, so to speak. I feel like so many like people have... Very much like moral relativism which we talked about in the previous episode which is kind of I, I think we agreed was not true and bad yeah and it seems like um the outcome deserves a cost it it doesn't seem to work uh i'll be honest uh if you're need if you need to steal baby food and diapers you're not stealing it because you have a kid there are plenty, uh, from what I can see, and I don't know this because I'm not in this world and I don't have a kid, thank God. Uh, there are tons of, of that I know, no, hell no, I know I don't have a kid. I wrap my willy. Uh, that they have programs for free diapers, free baby food, so no kid goes hungry. If the kid's going hun hungry, it's because the parents are doing something with the resources given not that they, they don't have access to the resources and it seems like all these quote-unquote harmless crimes are just status symbols or simply be like forty dollars for lipstick i'm not paying for that put it in a bag or or it's like i i deserve this or what's the quote nick um you don't stay rich if you spend your money Something, something like something that. Something like that, sure. Yeah, it's it seems everyone, no matter what education level, no matter what uh, income level, no matter what race, gender, or age group. Well, actually, I I won't do a caveat on age group. They people steal. It's almost innate to take something that's not yours that you don't see, like you said, Nick earlier affecting your community it's it's all they have enough money they're an evil corporation the amount of justification that goes through a person's mind is amazing but to touch on the age group a little bit um it does dissipate the older you get uh there is a higher percentage of people who stole uh, so they interviewed some high school students and high school students i think if they uh, in, I can't remember the numbers, so this is kind of arbitrary, but they interviewed a thousand people. The high school students, 11% of that um, stole in high school 
or admitted to stealing in high school. Um, once they got to 18 or 19, I think only like 3% of that 11% continued on stealing. It was almost like a phase, which to me kind of fits in with stealing is for a serotonin rush or feel because you're going through other things, whether it's depression, anxiety, learning disability again. Maybe there's other things going on in your household. Your parents are getting divorced. You're seeking attention. It seems like stealing is a byproduct of something else going wrong. Yeah, I think that's usually the case. Is it's Stealing is the outlet. It's not the cause. But would you agree with also the age groups where it seems petty thefts... Uh, what I was trying to get is if you start stealing, it doesn't necessarily mean you'll continue to keep stealing. Uh, it, like your age group doesn't have that much of a factor in it, but it does have a factor. So not related. So a 30-year-old and a 15-year-old are both just as likely to start stealing? I don't know that. Sorry, what are you, I'm guessing I'm confused. What are you saying? That just because you start stealing in high school doesn't mean you'll be continuous to stealing as the older you get. But that being said, you don't have to start in high school. Stealing is not a gateway drug to more stealing. It can be, but it's usually not. Gotcha. Um, the example I was going to use is uh, for men stealing in the workplace, it's from like 18 to 45 is really high. But once you start getting above 45, that number quickly starts to diminish. I don't know. I, do, I, feel, like, I feel like, yeah, I can see age not being a factor not a huge factor. I don't know. I feel like you're more likely to get into it when you're younger, though. I, I I don't know. I would be definitely curious to see that information, but is it maybe a bi-factor because you have more things going through your life, like puberty and stuff like that, to start younger? Because, like, every little kid, like, ex- quote-unquote, accidentally steals a pack of gum or something like that, and the so parents hy- goes... Hypothetical, so for... Very small sample size of the 100 car thieves in the car study. The majority started at 15. The earliest was at 10. The latest was at 25. 10? Yeah. Jesus Christ. That one, I would say, is more of a community thing rather so the than... Big, yeah, the biggest... So the largest age group was 15, then 14, then 16, then 13. And then 17 by like half. So mostly between 13 and 16. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea now how age plays. That kind of throws everything I was thinking out the window. So it's like, I guess it comes down to are crimes, are crimes more likely to happen when you're younger or older? I feel like younger. That would make sense. But I feel like petty crimes, petty theft doesn't match that i feel like petty theft petty theft kind of is an outlier when it comes to the criminal aspect in society it almost seems so normalized to be like pirate a video to to uh i don't know grab a stick of gum to uh you know grab an extra t-shirt or something like that yeah so let me sideline a little bit we are talking about age groups we were talking about professionals in the workplace here's one i didn't really realize that this phenomenon was happening at such a large scale that it is but stealing medicine in the medical world 
by medical professionals has been increasing year by year. The amount of hepatitis C that has increased because nurses will take a drug and then fill it up with tap water on, you know, or some water that's not clean or some other thing, or take a little bit from themselves and put, and then use the same needle on that is quite high. I think, I think the amount of hepatitis C, if I remember correctly, that has increased to about 536 patients a year from nurses stealing medicine for their own use. Not, uh, it's the amount of medicine. It's not high, but it's higher than you think for the medical field of nurses and doctors stealing medicine from patients for their own use. What did, uh, did it say like what kind of medicine was this? Was this like painkillers or is this? It was majority like... painkillers. A big one was fentanyl. Okay. Um, and when I say painkillers, I don't mean like painkillers for like hangover type situations. No, I mean it was I mean, it like was I did prescription see a... drug trade painkillers for crime and money. Yeah, I saw fentanyl, opioids, um, cancer medicine. Apparently, selling that on the black market. Um, but when it came to fentanyl. From what I could tell, and again, there was little research because it's something I don't think is that much investigated. Fentanyl was being used, not sold. I saw a couple people overdose as nurses in the hospital from the fentanyl they stole. Now, a few does not mean it's a phenomenon, but it does make me concerned about what's happening in the medical field because for those who don't know, in hospitals and doctor's office, the technology's old. They have not caught up to the 21st century. They're getting there. They, you know, they have the scans, the digital medical files, but it's still kind of easy for an employee to skim off the top. It's, it's not that hard. And it's very concerning to me if people are stealing life-saving medicine. I'll be honest, Nick, if I was going, like I was a burn victim, and they were going to give me fentanyl for my pain, and they only gave me half the dosage I'm supposed to get, I'm going to be pissed. Well, I feel like they over-prescribe pain meds, so is this, you know, everything evening out? <laughs> I, I hope, uh, ooh, I don't know. Like uh, A little bit for you, a little bit for me. Yeah. <laughs> one for you, one for me, two for you. Two for me, yeah. I uh, I don't know, but it was. It does concern me once we start getting away from painkillers and we start looking at other medications, like I said, the cancer medicine selling on the black market because it's it's worth quite a bit of money. That's uh, or people getting hepatitis C at the hospital because medical professionals are skimming off the top. That's. That's very concerning. Again, not a phenomenon, but enough where research is needed. So that's the workplace theft that actually matters. Yeah, I I would say that one matters a lot. Fuck Wall Street. Let's look at the hospitals. I thought workplace theft was like just stealing some some paper, some pencils, 
I don't know. <laughs> You're thinking of office space, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, that's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> I, uh, it's funny when you say office theft. I think of Wall Street and cats, or I think of people driving forklifts and double scanning an item to uh, to take a copy uh, or something home. Yeah, people. Um, yeah, I feel like workplace theft most. Not pills, but the rest of it is almost more motivated by resentment than anything else. Didn't didn't come across any numbers to verify that, but that's just my hunch. Yeah, I'll I'll be honest. It's it because, like you said, Nick, you're not part of the community. You don't see who it's affecting. When you're at the workplace, you see who it's affecting. But I imagine you're like, God damn it. Making me work overtime again. I'm Fuck going to you, Susan. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Oh, imagine having care a, a a Karen as a manager. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh, they're they're uh take one uh and they like leave a case out of something. I'm like fuck you. I'm taking all of it. I can hundred percent see that. Well, you know another. I don't know if this is stealing, but I want to get your opinion on this. Um. Well, I guess it's, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, acquiring, I think might be a better word. Um, liberating. Yeah. Let's go with liberating. So law enforcement took more property than burglars did and burglars being not including Grand Theft Auto or other avenues of theft, but just burglars by a lot. Like, uh, like, 1.5% 1.5% well, sorry 1.5 times more law enforcement seized and um, which I didn't realize is uh, most of the United States is you keep what you seize kind of uh, mentality for local districts so if you steal sorry, if you uh, do a drug bust and you acquire $10,000 of the money the drug dealer you get to keep the $10,000 not as the individual officer, but as the district. And it seems like... So in something... Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit 2, that's how the cops are able to afford Lamborghinis? Well, yes. The amount... You'll be surprised on what cars get repoed and re- and then reused as police vehicles. Um, But I'll be honest. Again, there's not a lot of research on this. But it seems a little fishy. It feels like... I think you're questioning the government too much, Mike. All right, touche, touche. I will I will not question the government too much. Uh, but... Um, I don't think they... Are you implying they don't have our best interests at heart? I'm just saying... Some hypothetically. Of these, hypothetically, some of these busts happen to be very strategic to a point where they seem greater than a coincidence. So I'm confused. Are you saying that like the police are working with criminals to get and like busting people, but that money is like their payoff? Or are you saying like they're just taking stuff to take stuff? Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It seems like Hey, we're low on money this this uh, this annual year. 
go hit up the people we know or go happen to find things so we can take the things we want this is just verbatim you know not 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 pointing any fingers just you know over overlord government please don't assassinate me but it seems very criminal-esque uh for a lot of places not all there are good a lot of good cops but it seems like uh the keep what you confiscate law is sometimes abused yeah I'm sure. Because everyone likes to steal. They do. And you know what they say? The only difference between a cop and a criminal is like one inch in the brain. One's on one side, one's on the other. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Like, I do fire stuff. It's pretty common that the joke is the only difference between a wildland firefighter and an arsonist is I get paid to do it. Yeah, fair, fair enough, fair enough. Well, speaking of splitting hairs and trying to figure out what the difference is, I want to get your opinion on something, Nick. Sure. Looting versus stealing. In my mind, there's a difference, but I want to know if there's a difference in your mind. Yeah, so looting, I would say it is different from stealing in that it's a group activity, and part of stealing is an individual and then the big focus on, you know, you're always thinking that what you're doing is right, but there's always an other. Like when you're shoplifting, say, like you're like, oh man, like this guy, you know, they, they have enough money. But I feel like looting is, it's like when a bunch of, uh, you know, you just, everyone's excited. There's a lot of shit going on. People just get, get pumped up and they just take whatever because they can because you know there's there's like no repercussions and there's a lot of i don't know emotions are going around like how many people have looted it's not something you do every day so i'm sure it's like i'm sure it's pretty i'm sure you get an adrenaline rush and then obviously there's an us versus them you know you're in this mob of people that that's your us. Everyone else is the them. It's a pretty clear, you know, pe- things change. When, like people would do things in, in groups like that that they wouldn't do by themselves. I uh, very much agree. Uh, to me, I now understand when, like ancient writers write, the mob was unjust and unruly. I now understand what they're talking about. They're talking kind of more about looters than they are, you know protesters and it's just people trying to burn witches she turned me into a newt (laughs) i got better better. uh but to me it seems like looting is the bystander effect on steroids well it's not a i mean it's it's a frenzy loose bystander (laughs) i I, yeah fair enough fair enough but it's a i'm standing by you and committing crimes with you well, the thing is, what we saw with petty crimes, like for package thefts, it was mainly done in groups, small groups. But when it's an entire mob, it's it seems like it's um. Nick, have you ever seen like a Black Friday video where 
they just grab whatever they can. They're not even thinking about what they're grabbing. Yeah. It seems very much like that, where it's, yeah, it's a, a frenzy. It's just like fish feeding on bait. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. But for me, it's like um almost something primal. I would say looting is more primal than stealing. Like stealing is usually like in one self-interest. Looting, it almost seems like something is happening. Gather, take whatever resources I can grab no matter what. It's something very... Looting does not seem intelligent. It's not the best word I can come up with, but like stealing, like in a person's mind who steals, they can justify it. Looting, when I saw research looting, the best like example I can come up with is everyone else was doing it or, uh, you know, it's not, the companies will be fine. We don't, they don't need it. But like stealing, I saw wanting to fit in uh, other emotions, uh, wanting to so, have more property and things, but not for looting. No, of the, that's, that's true. I was going to say of the car thieves, the biggest reason of 30% of over 30% of people put peer influence for the reason for stealing cars, then boredom, then excitement, then for laughs, and finally money is the lowest reason why people stole cars. That makes, that absolutely makes sense to me. I mean, because uh, you said the youngest was 10, the oldest was 24, 25? Yeah. I mean, that entire age group range is, I mean, Nick, I'll be honest, I've done dumb things to try to impress my friends or just done dumb things because i have a, a dumb teenager not thinking i imagine given the right circumstances and that could easily happen to someone we know or us ourselves yeah but for me it seems i i think you hit the nail on the head with with fishing it's just like looting the dam gets broken and everyone just turns their brains off and just grab 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 not no justification no no planning no i mean yes we both agree most criminals are bad at being criminals but at least they try whether it be wearing a ski mask and carhartt glasses in a walmart they know enough to cover their faces but in looting it's just it's uh a free it's it's a free for all it to me it looks like it's black friday yeah, it kind of looks just like Black Friday to me, to be honest. Black Friday with, with less deaths. Yeah, Black Friday with less deaths and a little bit less money stolen. Because I well, imagine some people actually try to pay. Probably more money stolen than Black Friday. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. How, yeah, 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 yeah. But there's definitely a clear line, I think, for both of us. There's a difference between looting and stealing. And unfortunately, I don't think we've hit the nail on the head to properly define it but nick i have two questions for you both i could find no research for one is stealing a repeat offense for petty crimes i could not find any research for this because we all have heard gateway drugs you know you try booze at a young age next thing you know you're i don't know trying weed next thing you're trying weed trying coke trying coke trying heroin blah 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 blah, blah. gateway drugs I've never heard of petty theft being a gateway crime thing. Well, that, so that's two questions, right? So is petty theft a gateway crime? Or is that, is that both your questions or is that one question? It's kind of both. It, 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 well, it's, it's just it's one of the two. 
I mean, I would say that I'm guessing. So I'm I'm gonna assume petty theft is a gateway crime. I think any crime is a gateway crime to other crimes because eventually you're gonna get in trouble and go to jail and or prison and become a little bit more hardened criminal. See, I want to play a little caveat in here. Um, since petty that petty theft is under nine hundred fifty dollars. Majority of the time, they don't actually go to jail. Majority of the time, it's either a fine of $1,000 uh, or community service or there's something There's something else, another, another word I was not familiar with. But they're not sent to jail. So then I, I still feel like it's maybe not a gateway, but definitely you're more likely to do it again if the punishment isn't really that bad. It's just a fine. See, I both agree with you. You just have to. You just have to be. You just have to get more money than however many Arthur. We need more money. We've not said any many Red Dead quotes. I'm happy with that one. Well, the the reason why I'm torn on this is because a lot of petty thefts start at a young age, but they don't continue onward. Because I feel like it's a lot. It's phases in people's lives. Your you hate your boss at work, so when you're at Target or something, you grab something just to feel something again. But that work will get better. I feel like a lot of petty th- uh, thefts are just so tied into phases and emotions where emotions and phases in your life constantly shift where I, I imagine that also shifts. I, I don't know. I don't know. I agree. I both agree with you and disagree at the same time. And my second question, Nick, is stealing in human nature. Yes. I feel like yes too, but I feel like it's only I feel like we've removed it from society. I could be wrong, I could be an idiot, could be a fool with a capital F. But I feel like cuz there's I mean Hammurabi's code an eye for an eye. I mean stealing is some of the oldest laws we have in human history. It feels like we've morphed or people steal less. I don't I don't know. Well, I think it's we're programmed to steal from other people, just not our group. Which people will steal are more likely to steal from people they perceive as others, whether that be they wear, you know, different color um like if everyone went to the same college and someone went to a different college, people feel more likely to gang up on that guy, even though none of them have any ever met. He's just an actor. Then if everyone wore the same college color sweatshirt, like, blue collar versus white collar, rule versus uh, city. Yeah, but I think originally it was just you know our group versus our group, and we still do that the same way. Just the groups are probably bigger, maybe not as less defined. Fair enough. Fair enough. What about you? Do you have any questions for me? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I do have some questions for you. So did you look at anything about countries and and crime crime rates? Basically, yep. 
I actually stayed domestic this time. The only thing I really looked up at foreign was people stealing cheese and people's hands getting cut off. Okay, so that's what I want to talk about. The hands getting cut off. So Singapore. Is that what you're talking about? I was talking about Saudi Arabia. Okay, well, we're going to talk about Singapore. Okay, they also cut off the hand. Yeah, it's a lot of hand cutting off. Very little crime, though. (laughs) Gee, I fucking wonder why. So, and this is more to the point of uh, just all the a lot of the studies in the the U.S. say harsher punishments don't lead to a decrease in crime. I think maybe it depends on the scale of how harsh things are. <laughs> Singapore is like, hold my beer. Yes, because, you know, when in the United States, when we talk about harsher penalties, we mean longer jail time. In Singapore, they, they just mean death. Like, <laughs> and not like death on death row for years, death, like just death. As well as they whip people and, and torture people in public. So I, I feel like there's a middle ground there somewhere. Yeah. The other one is Luxembourg. So as long as everyone's just Luxembourg no 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 not not hand cutting off, but low crime rate. Oh wait, I was getting really confused. Like the space European country has no, hand Luxembourg off? solved the crime issue by just everyone's super fucking rich. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good problem to have. So they don't need to steal, which is one way to do it. I'll be honest, I think cutting off hands is a little bit more feasible for America. Yeah. So Japan also has a very low crime rate because there's a very strict like social uh, I don't know, social stigma against it. So I just thought it was kind of interesting to look at some of the lowest ones and see what's there why why is it low here the reason why i know about i think it's saudi arabia right um dubai dubai is in saudi arabia okay um i know in saudi arabia stealing is considered a a capital crime and in a capital crime is punishable by death it's also punishable by removing limbs and life in prison. Like, it's a big deal. That's why there's so many abandoned sports cars in Dubai. Uh, because people take out loans, buy the nice sports cars, can't afford the sports cars. And apparently in Dubai, not being able to f- pay back your loan is a form of stealing. So many of the people flee Saudi Arabia so they don't have to get their hands cut off. But I'll be honest, Nick, getting your hands cut off for stealing or branded seems like a very old tradition that still sort of works. Not saying it's great, but, you know, it does deter. It really, it seems like knowing if I steal this watch, I'm not going to have a wrist to put it on. It probably makes a lot of people stop and think. Yeah, I probably. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think it's a good idea or do you think it's a bad idea? Uh, I think there's a middle ground. Okay. I'm ba- I'm, th- I'm the same way. <laughs> I think uh, with 
with crime rates rocketing in the United States, especially around where I live. And there's places where the crime rate is not rocketing. We should look at what other countries are doing, other cultures are doing. And I don't think the answer is make everyone super rich. And in fact, we're doing the opposite of that right now. I don't think the answer is cutting off people's hands, but I think it's got to be harsher than what we're doing now, which is just letting pretty much every criminal go free. Um, it, is it bad? I'm thinking of beer for my horses and I'm thinking the Willie Nelson song. We got to put a few more in the ground to settle the rest of them down. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't want to abandon, you know, Ben Franklin. I rather nine guilty men go free than one innocent man be jailed. So we still want to keep law and order, we, we, but there needs to be a better way to do that because countries have figured it out. Whether like Japan, where they're not everyone there is rich and they don't kill people or cut their hands off. They just have a very strict social stigma on crime and it's bad for everybody. I much like that because it's very society putting the pressure on. Um, I'm wondering, because some countries have handled drugs by treating it as a mental disorder rather than a crime, rather than criminalizing it, they treat it as a disorder and they've had success. I wonder if, depending on the theft, if we treat that with some therapy, because I think we both agree that there's some underlying cause for the cause them to want to steal. It's very rare that they're stealing for necessity. They're very rare that they're stealing solely for money, for petty thefts. I feel like that could probably be solved with therapy. That being said, I still agree that the crime should probably... The punishment should probably be increased, but I also think it's a case-by-case scenario. Like, let's look at the extreme end. Say... I'm a f- I assume they don't cut off the hands of 14-year-olds. Let's say I'm an 18-year-old and I accidentally, well not accidentally, I decide to snag a pair of headphones for some offense. Do I deserve deserve to lose my hand because being a first-time offender and also being young probably not. Am I 32 and, you know, still stealing ties? Hmm. Okay, you you definitely you're not getting the picture. You need a more severe punishment. I mean, there's we. It's kind of like we can do this the easy way, or we can do this the hard way. <laughs> I, this is a dumb question. How do they cut off the hand? Is it like a? Do they have a guillotine? Is it like? I I have no idea. Is it bad that I'm actually curious? But. I mean, the easiest way is we change to a culture where we just don't allow stealing, and not. And I say don't allow. I don't mean. I don't mean we kill everyone, but we just. If you if you steal, it's just like it's the end. Like you're outcast. The social end for you. The social end for your family. It's this whole. You know, you're you're not welcome in town. This whole it's a and, and then you're done. I'll be honest, I think cutting off a hand would be easier to do. Probably. 
Logistically, it's a lot easier. <laughs> you, just need, you just need a butcher knife and a steady hand. Way cheaper than trying to, you know, enforce or, you know, keep up to date on who is stealing and who's, you know. This, I, I don't expect you to know this answer, but I'm just, just not curious. Does the cutting off the hand also apply to digital crimes? Probably. You wouldn't, you wouldn't steal a car, Mike. Oh God, I fucking hate. I do not miss those commercials at all. I don't know. They apply to smoking weed, so I'm sure it applies to <laughs> digital crimes. Steal an MP3, lose a hand. <laughs> Smoke a joint, lose a hand. They don't wait, call wait. it the devil's lettuce for nothing, like so. Well, I, I again, I also don't expect you to know this either. But what happens if you're a repeat offender. Straight to jail. You lose your other hand. I don't know. <laughs> it's probably not good. <laughs> I'm, also try- I'm also trying to think how many people in Singapore only have one hand. I wonder if that's something you can Google. I, you know what? I'm going to, I'm, I'm down to, hang on. Yeah, it's just coming up. The statistics on hand and arm loss about one hand typing, registered hand surgeries. I'm seeing stuff about caning and executions. I'm not seeing cutting off hands. Oh, could you imagine if you actually didn't commit the crime and you get your hand cut off? Yeah, so they do. Um, they do stuff for online that as well. Oh, well, that's. That's lovely. <laughs> they they executed more than four hundred people between nineteen ninety one and two thousand four. <laughs> oh my shit! That's that's not a small amount of people. Well, Nick, I think we're getting a little bit too off the tracks, and I I would hate to steal away any more of the audience's time. But Nick, what are you reading right now? I'm in between books. I just finished my book. Holy shit. It's a Christmas miracle. What about you? I know the hypocrisy. I understand this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still reading Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. I I understand the hypocrisy. No, it's just ironic. It's all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll be honest. Haven't picked it up since... uh, we last talked because uh, life's a bitch and then you die. <laughs> that's my that's my uh, best example. And for those listening, if you made it this far, I'd be curious. What's the dumbest criminal you ever see steal something petty? Like, just like, just stick like a two by four down their pants and try to walk out stupid. I would absolutely love to hear those stories. And Nick, where can they tell us those stories? You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. No, Instagram and Reddit. Reddit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're a little rusty here, aren't we? Yep. Uh, but with that being said, thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening to the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. 
We rarely finish a podcast without missing a point we wanted to bring up, so let us know what we forgot. And if you have a topic you want us to talk about, let us know at Backyard Philosophy on Instagram and Backyard Philosophy Podcast on Facebook.